Hey everyone, welcome uh, to episode 7 of Utopia to Me, uh, with me, yeah, me, Chris Locke, um, got a rough morning voice going on right now, gee, what was I up to last night, no big deal, just staying up all night, having fun like uh, any grown man should, and yeah, you know what, this episode is a nice, fulfilling, enriched doozy, it's a long one, and we had a lot of fun hanging out, so I'm just going to really get into it, I'll just tell you a little bit about our guest, Rob Ross, um, Rob is one of Canada's best, funniest touring stand-ups, originally from uh, Alberta, uh, living in Toronto, and uh, has written for all the best comedy, sh- uh, a lot of comedy shows here, like uh, MTV Live, he was there the whole time, and Mike Bullard, and honestly, whenever you're a young comic starting out, and you get to go on the road with Rob, you're like, oh, okay, you can be funny for real in these weird rural clubs, like uh, Rob is, super funny. And, yeah, so I'm excited. I got to admit, we got off the Utopia topic, for the most part, pretty early on. And then it just became, once we switched to gin, we were drinking beer at the beginning. And then once we switched to gin, uh, about 25, 30 minutes in, the stories just start really coming. And it was so much fun. I was just hanging out in my backyard listening. We were wondering if our neighbors could hear and if they were weird or not. And... You guys should just should just sit back and listen to these tales that Rob spins because he's the best. And I'm just going to do that. We're going to get right into it. I hope you're wearing something comfortable. I hope you put on your tracky poos, your sweatpants. I put put on a nice big floppy hoodie. Put on uh, a toque. Even get your uh, get your head all comfy, cozy. Even if you don't have sweatpants, just dig out those old Zubaz pants. You remember Zubaz pants? Dig those out. Throw them on. Either way, or don't even. Just be butt naked and wrap yourself in a nice big blanket. Just one way or another, get cozy, make a pot of tea, or uh, crack a brew, and listen to the uh, the amazing tales of Rob Ross, and uh, listen to us hang out, because I really enjoyed it, and I'm excited to present it now, and I think you will enjoy it. Thanks so much. Enjoy. So you're right out of town? Yeah. You got two cats? Risky business. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> two cats, some tomatoes. And a fledgling new business. Oh, yeah. Prostitution. <laughs> da, na, 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 na. Um, I met Tom Cruise. Little did those prostitutes know, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you meet him for real? True story. I like telling true stories about famous people I met. Yeah. It just, I said hello to him. Yeah. And he said hi back. That's amazing. And then people go, what was he like? I go, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He said hi. The he's guy's a, amazing. He's like a human. Yeah. He responded. When was this? A few years ago. He was at MTV. Amazing. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Some of the sci-fi I movies, already dropped the name. Yeah. Two minutes into your podcast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Rob Ross. He's my guest today on Utopia to Me with me. And uh, he's already name-dropping Tom Cruise. So yeah. I, I think this is going to be a short... I do that. That's the height of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my life, sadly. Yeah, exactly. I saw Tom Cruise a few years ago. It's mm-hmm. been downhill ever since. That's how everyone feels, though. One time, I was, my old girlfriend, they were making a movie in our neighborhood at Young and Eglinton. Yeah. Jack Lemon's trailer was right outside our, our house. Wow. And we sat on the porch waiting for him to come out. Yeah. Never saw him. 
What the hell is Jack? That was a long time ago, I guess. Wait, Jack. Jack Lemon. Lemon. What the hell is Jack Lemon doing? He's dead. No, I know, but what was he doing that was so important? There's a Scott. movie with Dan Aykroyd of some kind about Nazis. No. For some reason, they write Young and Angle. I never saw the movie. It wasn't Grumpy Old Men in the City? N- no. No, I guess Dan Aykroyd wasn't in that. I saw Dan Aykroyd. That was about it. Who went first, Lemon or Matthew? I forget. Cause Wentz? Are... Dead? Oh, yeah. God, I don't know. If only there was a way we could find out. <laughs> well, we can't find out here because we're in my backyard. I'll just let everyone know we're sitting in our backyard right now. Lovely new grass you put down? Yeah, a little spotty, but I'm still spreading some seeds. It'll come in thick. Oh, yeah. Next year, it be a perfect place to... Uh, Your wife's out of town, man. Yeah, man. Spread those seeds. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. When the cat's away, the mouse will yeah. spread seeds. Makes me wish I had a backyard. You don't have a backyard? Not anymore. But you have a beautiful trail, you're saying. Yes, I do. Let me ask you something. And this is basically the premise of the podcast. In mm-hmm. your perfect utopian world, what would the environment be like? The environment. It... I was thinking about this. Yeah. When I was a kid in West Vancouver, I used to love to go into the woods when it was raining and, like, find a, something under a tree where you yeah. wouldn't get wet, but you'd be in the rain and in the woods. So if I could be in the woods while yeah. it's raining and not get wet. That's amazing. I feel very comfortable. That's really uh, romantic. Would you have a book? Possibly. <laughs> I'd maybe write a book. Yes. What kind in of book would you write tree? under the uh, hollowed-out tree? I don't know. Something like uh, a Lord of the Rings style, probably. <laughs> yeah, a new version, an update. That's how J.R. Token came up with the idea. I would too. do basically. Hit, I would just steal his book <laughs> and make it like modern people. Your uh, book starts with. Also, there were some other dwarves that did this. Yeah, and then some <laughs> horses form out of the stream. Whoa, like, you know, uh, that's actually pretty creative. I would that's hate good. to write. I have to invent that like a new elf language, which I could not do. Yeah, you could uh, mm-hmm. if you had time. If you, ha- and th- this is the thing: in your perfect utopian world, you have as much time as you want, so you could be living under this tree forever with uh, no one to bother you. If you okay, want. the host of Cosmos, you know his, his name, Neil deGrasse. Yeah, he was just talking about how you should be living forever or having endless time would be horrible. Yeah, you don't appreciate. That. You don't appreciate anything. And also, you don't like when you really tie one on one night. You don't feel like it was. It's not as exciting because. You will recover. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like the uh, the excitement of, like, going crazy one night is that, you know, no limits. Who knows? I could die tonight. You if like you that? You like that feeling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Living on the Edge by Aerosmith? That's oh. about me. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. As soon as your wife's out of town, you invite a guy from Whitby <laughs> to sit in your backyard and look at tomatoes, and hopefully yeah. 10 people will listen to this. I'm wearing sandals. Uh, I'm living on the edge. More than t- yeah. I guarantee you more than 10 will listen to it, but maybe... I'm, like I took 15. a shot at your listenership. It could be huge. I don't know. Yeah. It probably is. No, it could be in the future. Listen, I'm a dick. I need to get some good guests. I yeah, know. <laughs> I know. I'm way too soon on your uh, list. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, I'm glad you're here. I, I like the idea of um, picturing you. Let me say, let's see what you're, you are a writer. I was. You've written on TV and your own stand up for millions of years. Yeah, well, right? I don't really. Yeah, I'm not a real writer. Like, a, you know what I mean? I've worked on what you'd call sketchy well, talk show type things. But you're very funny, and so I feel like if you did write a Lord of the Rings style yeah. trilogy, it would be funnier than J.R. Tokens. Wow, that's a nice, nice, nice of you to say. Yeah, I oh. wish I could tell him. Uh, uh, I know a guy that will be, that's funnier than you. Did he go before Matho? I'm pretty sure. Oh, damn it. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure, yeah, he did. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Could have been like grumpy old men. I like. I probably didn't even read those books. I read The Hobbit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love The Hobbit. Do you for real? When I was a kid, I loved it. But have it. you seen any of Peter Jackson's versions of it in the movies? Yeah, I love them. Oh, really? Not The Hobbit, the other ones. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings ones are good. The Hobbit ones are Yeah, I hated gross. The Hobbit ones. The Hobbit ones look like... Uh... I hate people who say they were great. Hmm? I have uh, friends who love them. I thought, no. Yeah, they're, it's really weird. I can't even remember why I hated it so much, but I did. They look like video games. They oh, don't yeah. even look like movies. Oh. God. Okay, so you're sitting under the tree... In it's the forest. pouring rain. Yeah, but I'm not getting wet. It's just exciting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super dry. Yeah. Uh, contemplating a, a mythical book, a book of new myths, yeah. maybe. Sometimes the idea of a book is as good as writing one. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just says you have to write. under the tree daydreaming about the idea of a book. It's like me calling myself a writer in real life. That's about as much as I do. So maybe the daydream isn't the fantasy world you're making up, but it's the daydream of you being a real writer. That would be nice. Yeah. To have something to be proud of? Yeah. Just, just sitting there hey. with a dumb smile on your face if someone walks by like, what are you thinking about? Yeah. Being a writer. It would have been, if you wrote one classic episode of any good show, even if you were poor, it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's any, the classic show? Any sh- love the good shows. Like uh, Dick Van Dyke. Like, yeah. No, Imagine say, you made a really good Dick Van Dyke. It'd be amazing. Yeah. He's dead too. No. Is he? I don't think so. Uh-huh. But I can't keep track. They all get white. I worked with an older writer who used to say to me, oh, Rob. Apparently that's from the old Dick Van Dyke show. Really? His name was Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I like, I went back and checked out some on YouTube a few years ago because <laughs> I don't remember what they were like. Um, but then I did when I saw them on YouTube. And it is pretty uh, ahead of its time to do, like, a comedy writer's room. Oh, yeah. On the TV show, like, back then. Mm-hmm. You know, the show was ahead of its time. What? And I always say it's one of my favorite shows. And I was upset what? that it wasn't in the top 100 best written TV shows list. What? WKRP. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. It Ahead of its time. They did um, reality. They did a, a reality show on there. That, remember Herb goes on the reality show? Oh, yeah. His life gets turned around. That's all. It's, like, uh, great stuff. The um, Who concert thing. I don't remember that. In so, real... Life, some people died at a Who concert in Cincinnati. Yeah. And they did an episode on it. And somehow made it funny and, and then and then touching at the end. Oh, of course. I was if I had written the Who episode of WKRP, I could die happy. Yeah. I not, wish... that I'm, not that people would have to die for my episode. You don't life. think you're going to die happy? Uh, I hope so. Yeah. So you're still keeping the possibility of writing a good script out there? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. There's bees back here, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> listening. I'm trying to think of my uh, my next project, and there's bees. Yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it's a maybe that's what happened to Seinfeld when he thought of the bee movie. I've heard the story about how that happened. Oh God! It's a, it's about his. <laughs> it's basically he just. I think you met Steven Spielberg at a party. I think it was Spielberg, and, and he they just, just joked he just like said, a bunch of rich assholes, and they went, "Let's do it." Uh, and it's done. God. And that's how easy. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. me drive five cars over to your party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when a, a movie star's daughter becomes a model. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, what did I want to ask? Oh, we have a movie channel here. And after midnight on the movie channel, they show straight up porn. Mm-hmm. 
And they had a WKRP in Cincinnati. Porn I've parody. seen this one. I had to watch that it's one. It's good, right? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> was it the Who episode? Yeah, it was very they sad were fucking, at the end. And then everybody. Yeah. Kids were trampled at a Who concert. Everybody. Stop fucking. <laughs> yeah. Everybody stop fucking. This is very serious. Uh, me and my friend met Jeff Altman. I'm dropping another name. I don't know who Jeff Altman okay, is. Okay, he's a good comedian. But he was on WKRP. He played the slimy record executive sometimes. Okay. Onslaught Records. Okay, maybe I, I think do, his name yeah. was Murray. <laughs> yeah. We were so excited to talk about WKRP. And then he said, you like that? He said, you like WKRP? He goes, I thought people would be, make fun of that show. Really? Being shit. I was like, what are you talking about? It's a huge... He didn't appreciate being on WKRP. No, it's a classic. I like to think he's more miserable than I am in real life. Uh, he probably is. Is he mm-hmm. still alive? I think so. Ah, oh, shit. We should have a... <laughs> You should have an iPad or something. We could look up these people. We don't know our dad. I don't care. Uh-huh. I like, uh, see, we're sitting outside. We're bringing it back to nature. We're bringing it back to when people couldn't check facts. I, I miss those days. All the people, um, you miss all those guys? No, I miss the days where you couldn't, couldn't check, check facts. We didn't know everything at every second. No, I know. It makes it funnier because, like, you can't be and funny. When all you the can great just... arguments that we used to have. Yeah. About who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, it sort of seems like those righteous assholes have sort of disappeared because they can't yell and scream that they're right the whole time anymore because of the internet right exactly that used to be such a thing when i was younger the righteous asshole that was right all the time i even miss developing pictures yeah going to get your pictures did you have your own black dark room (laughs) my dad did (laughs) yeah there's my neighbor hi Come on over, it's a party. We got tomatoes <laughs> and two beers. <laughs> Did I mention I was divorced? She's leaving. Uh oh. Okay, go. Okay, so yeah, you're under the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pathetic. What did you say Brent Butt said? He wanted to be basically himself. Brent Butt. And I said I want I want to be Brent Butt. Yeah. He has to be me. That's that your, your utopia would be to just be Brent yeah, Butt. I would like to go to. But is part nice of theaters. your utopia Brent Butt then taking over your life? No, I wouldn't do that to him. Yeah, I like <laughs> him. He's too nice. I wouldn't want him to. No, I wouldn't put my life on anyone really right now. No. Yeah. Well, a couple of people. Who? Mm. No, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to get me. Well, what what's your favorite food? What would be what kind of food would we have in this utopian dark rainy tree? When forest? I was in the tree, I imagined my mother making lasagna. Imagine it. Why are you just imagining things all the time? No, this is why don't I was... you do things for real? Okay, but so you, you told me the premise of the show. Yeah, and on the way over, I thought, what, where was I most happy? And it was sitting in the forest, so raining. This is what I'm. And saying. my mom is making lasagna. Like there, there we go. You're not imagining it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's there making is it. Is she alive? Yeah, <laughs> she's still. Yeah, I think let's it's check. It. We have to look it up. <laughs> if you have to go on, uh, man, that's... What? Yeah. Anyways. She's 81 years old. I'm going to be at her house in two months, and she will make me lasagna. So That's so nice. Mm-hmm. That, sorry, I didn't know if she was alive or not. <laughs> and that joke about if she, we should yeah. look her up was really making she's me laugh. She's a big fan of yours. She has no idea who I am. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. She's not alive. Uh, am I alive? They, okay, um, speaking of yeah. Brent Butt. She, oh, yeah. My parents didn't... I've sorry. been on TV before. He only likes you. There's a wasp that likes Rob right now. Uh, Get out of here. Sorry. Yeah. Anyhow, my parents were at a, I guess there was a corporate gig where my parents were in attendance. And mm-hmm. they said hello to Brent Butt. And he said, they, my mom said, my son does comedy. Yeah. And he, they told him my name. And he went, oh, I know, Rob. And that made me, that was the first time my parents went, oh, he's in the show business. Yeah. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah, recently. He didn't say anything nice about me. Fucking kill this wasp. Recently. Oh, he just goes away. No. Oh, look at Here's one of my cats. Look. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm not one of those guys who cares what your cat's name is. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But it's a nice cat. Yeah, thanks. That one was missing for eight days I recently. I really like cats, but... Hmm. Yeah, my dad... Uh, well, listened, here's a story. He moved to PEI, and uh, he loves Ron James, and uh, Ron, James. Ron James did a show out there recently, yeah. and he got to talk to him after, and he told him same thing sort of happened. I love the... Oh, sorry. And he spoke highly of me, and then it validated oh, nice. me all of a sudden to my dad. That's nice. Yeah. Then you just reminded me of Mike Wilmont's Ron James story. What's that? Where he was on stage. And, uh, <laughs> he was on stage somewhere in the Maritimes, and that's where Ron James most popular. And yeah. he, he meant to say, Ron Jeremy could suck his own dick. <laughs> but he was saying, Ron James could suck his own dick. Everyone in the crowd's going, what is he talking about? <laughs> Ron James is on, is on tape sucking his own cock. <laughs> It was, oh God. And did Mike correct it, or was he? Just I don't know like, if no, someone corrected him later. I, I don't know, but it's just, Ron James just the look of people's faces. Oh man. Okay, so that is beautiful. You're sitting under this mm-hmm. dark and stormy, rainy tree around. Yeah. Um, your mom's cooking you lasagna, though. Yeah. And that is your favorite food. I your think mom's so. home cooked lasagna. It's pretty much. Ever- this is. I'm petting a cat and saying my favorite food is lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this chair keeps breaking too. I'm going to switch it. All right. This is the worst um, is this one where I've you done do so a, far. Do you do a live read now for your, your sponsors? Yeah. You're listening to Viewer's Choice. I think this is actually only the second podcast I've ever done. Well, so, uh, this is the sixth one. outdoor one, anyhow. This is the sixth one. This is breaking, too. You see that? Uh-oh. This is the sixth podcast of my series so far, but it's definitely the worst one so far. Is it? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Here. Cheers, me. Cheers. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm only no, working is... with the material I have provided. No, this is very <laughs> nice. I like it right now. So, so far. You're, okay, you want to know more about yeah, the what perfect else? world. Yeah. Perfect utopian world. Um, your mom's cooking you your favorite lasagna. Yeah. You've got WKRP solitude. is on. WKRP is on. Yeah. It's the Who episode. It's the Who episode. For the for but in my ideal world, those kids didn't die. They were just they're just crippled. Yeah. That's nicer. Yeah. Yeah. I feel. Well. So then they can also watch the show. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Do you think about that <laughs> when you see any crippled child? No. Oh, I hope you can watch this WKRP show. Is that, it's wrong to say crippled. Is it? Is it? Fuck. What is the right one? I don't know. Depends on the type of crippled. Smashed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Crunched? Yeah. Well, I feel like at a Who concert you would get crunched. Yeah, that's just awful. This podcast? No, no. Be, to be at a Who concert and be trampled. Yeah, especially like with all the weird up-in-the-air shit about Pete Townsend. Yeah. Like, are you weird or yeah. are you okay? What was the weird stuff? Oh, was it? Yeah. He looked up some porn or something? Yeah, he looked up porn. Kitty porn. Yeah, and he won't get fooled again. Whatever. Yeah, is but it turned out to be false. You know, album rules, which I listen to this mm-hmm. summer a lot, and I haven't listened to it before. No, the Who sell out. You know that one? I've heard of it. Oh, I probably, I probably know the songs. See, like the Who episode better than you I don't know the music. names of songs. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, I, it's just tracks. I know tracks. One time I was listening <laughs> to Tommy on my earphones walking yeah. down the street, Queen Street. And this guy stopped me, and he's like, like, I knew him. He, he worked in the kitchen of the restaurant I worked in. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, what are you listening to? And I'm like, Tommy by The Who. And he goes, ha, ha, that's gay, isn't it? <laughs> and I was like, I Was he hoping it was gay? Yeah, I didn't know. He's like, isn't it? Like, as if, like, I don't Tommy know. I don't, I don't think know. so. Wow. Yeah, but that's a weird reaction, right? Yeah. Was, what year was that? 
2006. Maybe this is a... Okay, I do live in the Durham region. Yeah. I was in a bar. Yeah. As I sometimes do. I often cross my legs. Like, you know, like this. Uh Uh-oh. And... That's asking for it. Yeah. Apparently that makes you gay (laughs) in the Durham St. Louis Wings. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel so much more in control after ditching that broken chair. (laughs) Well, what did he say? Um, I forget, but he said, I noticed you got your legs crossed. And I said, what's that supposed to mean? Really? You didn't know him and he was just being a dick like yeah. that? He yeah. He just came right at it. Weird. And then yeah. what do you say? Did you guys get into fisticuffs? I said, no, no, no. I said, what was that supposed to mean? And he goes, he gave me a look like, you know what it means. And then he just turned around. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even that far. I know. Like, outside of Toronto. Yeah. Did and? He, did he look like a commuter or no? Uh, no. He didn't look like a guy who could <laughs> afford a... Out any, there, kind of, any kind of transportation. In Durham County, for sure, it's the commuters versus the... Irony is, I don't know if this is the proper def- definition, Yeah, that St. Louis Wings, next door to a gay bar in Oshawa. Oh, that's why he's so insecure mm. then, right? I'm like, why are you at the only wing place near a gay bar in Durham region? That's the thing. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's like slowly dipping his toe. <laughs> exactly. in, he's like, I'm not going to go straight to the gay bar yet because I can't admit that about myself. That's right. But I'll go to the wing place beside <laughs> it and hassle a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll invite me to the gay bar. Yeah. Yeah. I see you got your legs crossed. What's that supposed to mean? Does that mean you're pointing towards the gay bar? <laughs> it basically means, help me, I need to express myself. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. In my utopia, yeah. people wouldn't be afraid to express themselves. Yes. That's good. Most people are very <laughs> kind like that so far Yeah, about other people. Okay. I haven't done one yet where someone thinks... No black people. <laughs> yeah, it's been very nice so okay. far. And the people listening who are not in Toronto, Durham region is a smaller area outside of Toronto, like yeah. a suburban area. Yeah, it's not so bad. Whitby is like a suburban town. I, I, heard, it, I heard it called a, a, what do you call it, a uh, bedroom community. That makes sense. A lot of commuters. Yeah, most people work in Toronto. Is it commuters versus non-commuters out there? Like, is it a weird mix? Can you tell? Hmm. I don't go out much. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They're angrier. But you're living down by the water now, you said. Yeah. Nice. What are the other people like oh, down there? I live in a building that's yeah. basically a retirement home yeah. for old Scottish people, apparently. everyone, Every other person is Scottish. They own a boat, yeah. and they want to be near their boat. Are you Scottish? Rob I'm Ross? A, yeah, my dad is. Oh. But, yeah. So do you say that to them all the time? No. I try not to. I, I live on the <laughs> second floor. I take the elevator, and old people just want to talk to you all the time. On the elevator? I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, can't. I'm the worst, because yeah. I, I can't be nice, because I'm just... Do you keep your hat and shades on like this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ni- I like them. Yeah, I, I just know you mean. I'm going one floor. If we have, I was going 12, yeah. I can talk to you about what it's like outside. Right. Or what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm carrying down recyclables. Yeah. And they have to comment on it. Oh, it's, it's just, too much. I can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too much expectations. I know. Yeah. I know. Old people, man. They just want everyone to be like their son or something. Yeah. I thought it would make me feel young. To live there, but it's yeah. making me feel older. Are you the youngest person there? I might be. I haven't seen anyone. Yeah, uh, what's that? Uh, probably one of the cats. Oh, it's the neighbor again. Oh, it's the neighbor, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm. Oh, is that her collar? Where'd you find it? How did that oh, happen? Oh, thanks so much. Um, there's a whole double story going on in this podcast. Today. I know. The, the my, neighbor. The what, neighbor. What the was cats, the neighbor doing? And then my neighbor. How did your cat's collar get into another yard <laughs> and off your cat? She is a little rapscallion. That one mm-hmm. ran away for eight days. It was a mess. You need those invisible fences where they get shocked. I would love that. Mm-hmm. 
in Damn. my utopian world, no shocking the cats. No cat would <laughs> be shocked. Yeah. Uh, okay, I like it. You got a peaceful world there. You got the tree. You yeah. all. You are all about solitude. You don't want old people bothering you. I thought it was. You know, I'm an awful person to live with. But really, I don't like living alone. Even though I live alone now, it's it's. I don't know. I'd rather argue with someone. <laughs> I think that's funny that you're a self-proclaimed awful person. Why do you think you're an awful? Person not awful. To live I don't know. If I'm awful, but I'm. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, why? You just I don't know. Space, Ask right? the two women who've lived with me and why they don't anymore. I guess that's why. <laughs> Wait, which are the two? I'll never. You don't know them. No, yeah. but I'm very. Uh, you know, I um, like to. Uh, I f- get fussy about things that don't matter. Yeah. And I thought of it. I I think initially it's charming, and then over a decade, right? <laughs> it probably wears on people. Like you're being. You think you're being funny. Oh. Right? No, I'm saying. Okay. Right? When you're. No, I don't. Be- I, oh. yeah, I th- well, sometimes, but yeah, but I'll. Oh, but you think. I think people who lived with me think I'm mad at them when I'm just mad at myself or something else. Stupid, not work. Something not working. I was. I, I am cursed with things that I buy. Yeah. Or I'm just stupid. Like but what? Everything breaks. <laughs> everything oh, I own yeah. breaks or doesn't work. And I know everyone thinks that, but I'm actually that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like brand new things will stop working. I, I lose my temper at inanimate objects, yes. not people. Is that would that be a good podcast mean? too. You just like bring out an inanimate object and just fucking and just yell at fuck, it. Just yes, tell it to fuck off for now. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, computer. Yeah, actually, this I'm so I have a bad. Uh, this probably not even recording. I uh, this everything I have doesn't work. Oh, I'd be so mad. Give me I an spent nine dollars on a cab from Washington. Give me an example. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Give me an example <laughs> of where do I get reimbursed for that? <laughs> the steam whistle. <laughs> oh right, okay. Give me an example of like the worst product that really just broke and pissed you off. Oh. Well, it's not a good story, but I spent eleven hundred bucks on a dishwasher. Yeah, and it stopped working just after a year. And I literally knew they were. I got on the phone to their customer service people, and I kept doing the um, "Let me talk to your manager. I want someone." I think I got Mister Kenmore eventually. Yeah, and I was just, I'm not getting off this phone until you replace this dishwasher. They wouldn't do it, and uh, I, at that point, I decided I'm just going to waste as much of their time as possible. That yeah. make me feel good. Yeah. So, the, but I saw a brilliant guy. But the warranty wasn't up, right? Yeah, it was. But it was just like a month. So I yeah. pissed off. The best thing I ever saw was a guy in a Kia. Yeah. And obviously he's had problems with the um, the car. It's like a newer Kia. Yeah. And he had written all over the car, don't buy a Kia, like on every single spot on the car. I thought that was brilliant. Holy shit. And, in so, real life? Yeah. Like what where? a brilliant way to get in back Durham at a, region? Yeah. What a brilliant way to get back at a what car. What did you write on it with? Don't buy a Kia. That's basically no, it. But what, like, like a, a marker? It was like stuck on like, like uh, I don't know what it was, but it was like definitely stuck to the car permanently. And he just parked it in their lot? No, he was just driving around doing his daily whatever. <laughs> and reminded everyone, don't buy this shitty car. And I thought, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's like the opposite uh, of one of those radio station cars. Yeah, tens of thousands of people will see that and won't buy a Kia. I even threatened uh, the... Kenmore people, I said, you know, I have, I lied, I said I have 200,000 Twitter followers, followers, and I'm going to tell them all not to buy a Kenmore. <laughs> so, the 300 Twitter followers that I do have, I hope none of you bought a Kenmore dishwasher. I hate yeah. that. Like, usually a warranty, too, is like two years, but because they know, yeah, they, they make it a year They make shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Fucking dicks. Because they just want you to, that's how they keep making money. Mm-hmm. They're not going to sell a million dishwashers a year. This goes back to my utopia. Yeah. I don't have to own anything. Yeah. I don't like owning things. Yeah. Really. Like, I need a yeah, place to sleep, place to eat. Uh, I, I have nothing in my condo. There's no knickknacks. There's a couple pictures. Yeah. I hate, yeah. I like that. 
Mm-hmm. Minimalism. Not having to own anything would be nice. I have a bunch of crap from when I was younger and dumb. Like, I have too many DVDs. Mm-hmm. I have too many books. And I just look at them and think, fuck you. Yeah. You know, you're just looking at me like I'm in a garbage dump. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that my mom won't listen to this. Yeah. Not because she's not a fan. No, it's okay. But she would send me Christmas decorations <laughs> when I first moved to Toronto from, she lives in Edmonton. She's Even from, if she started listening, she's done now. Oh, God, this is awful. By now. This is 20 I've felt, I've felt guilty about this. I, I collected these in a box. I never put them out because at the time I lived by myself. I never decorated for Christmas. And when I moved, I just I left them in my storage locker. <laughs> Some of them might have been heirlooms. I don't know. I said, I can't. How many more places did I go with these decorations that I'll never put up? I like it because now I'm picturing you in this tree yeah. with her just inside the tree somewhere making the, your favorite lasagna. Yeah. And you sort of like thinking like, I can't bring up the Christmas decorations. <laughs> Hold up. It's, yeah, it's, it's somehow, <laughs> although maybe I'm a hypocrite because I, I yeah. said I wanted to be Brent, but that implies that I'd like to be, have more things. Well, know. he didn't necessarily... The only stuff he really <laughs> liked having was a good view from his balcony, and he has instruments so him and his oh. friends can jam. Would you have instruments? Do you like music? Yeah, I love music. I don't play anything. No? What would you play if you could? Piano. I'd love to play piano. My son loves music. Like, he has... He hasn't taken lessons yet, but he jams along on a, on a little toy piano while watching old Elvis specials. And really? Plays That's guitar to cool. Johnny Cash. He came over to my condo. Yeah. And we went into the pool. He wanted to go swimming. I put a basketball in the pool to play with. He literally sat floating with the basketball and singing Johnny Cash tunes to the basketball. <laughs> and one of the lines is uh, about a whore in Dallas. And then, so, I don't know. <laughs> How does that line go? Uh, something about, her name was Alice. She used to be a whore in Dallas. That's I don't know really the song. Good. I forget the song, but. That's so funny. Uh, you get in trouble now if your kid says the word stupid. So when he breaks out the whore word oh, at yeah. school. We'll blame oh, he'll Johnny. get in trouble. Johnny is also passed. He'll get in trouble from the teachers, but he'll make the best friends. Oh, he also right? he he like they'll be like, "Hey, you're the kid that said whore, right? Yeah, <laughs> come with us. We yeah. play over here in the dark shadows." I, but nowadays, even the stuff from like peanuts, he loves he loves peanuts too, right? Yeah, that peanuts rules. You can't say like blockhead. St- yeah, he does. He says block. You can't say that. The word stupid is in there a lot. Yeah, and you cannot say stupid. That sucks, man. Like, you can't even say something stupid, like, a thing is stupid. Like, yeah. like you're, oh, this stupid chair is broken. You can't do that. It's a good word to express yourself. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything it's to It's not like he's calling people cripples. Right. Yeah. Or crunched or smashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is weird. People should be able to say stupid. Is it just this weird school he goes no, to? No, it's everywhere. That's everywhere. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't like this TV show. It's stupid. You can get in trouble. That sounds like dystopian world. Yes. Weird. Mm-hmm. In my utopia, children can say the word stupid. What else can they say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, I'm not one of those guys who thinks it's funny when the kid swears. Yeah. You know those guys who pose their babies with their finger up? Me neither. I don't like that. Did uh, your son ever have a Ramones t-shirt as a baby? No. Good. That's a weird thing that <laughs> happens around here, too. He has a Johnny Cash shirt now, but that's because he's actually a fan. That's so cool. <laughs> Johnny Cash, oh, I love He knows Johnny every Cash. N- name of the uh, 1987 Johnny Cash band. Really? Like, on the special, because he introduces them all. So my oh, son yeah. will know every... He, he says, Earl, Earl Poole Ball is a good piano player. Oh, my God. That's the <laughs> cutest <laughs> thing I ever heard. Yeah. How old is he? F- uh, five, but he's been five? into this for over a year. That's amazing. Does he sing the uh, Shot a Man in Reno just to watch him die? Yeah. Yeah, he calls that the train song. Yeah. 
He also loves. He also turn to you when Elvis is on and go. I watch like sixty eight comeback special with him a lot, and he'll say, "Elvis is doing a good job." Really? Yeah. <laughs> does he know Elvis is dead? I don't know because he thinks he's he does now. Good. Thanks, asshole. Oh shit. Uh-huh. What's his name? My son, Cameron. Yeah. Cameron, go to bed. Cameron, go to bed. Elvis <laughs> is just fine. No, uh, yeah. but he likes uh, dancing a lot. That's really cool. But what was I thinking of? So would else? Cameron be with you in this world the whole time too? Or yes, yeah. And he wouldn't have as many allergies. And he'd be playing. And he could eat lasagna with me. Really, he can't eat lasagna. No, because he's got. He can't eat dairy. Ah, oh, damn it, man. I kind of, the older I've gotten, I've had trouble with dairy, too, but there's some instances where I'm like, here we go, because well, i got to eat it. He had a speck of it and ended up in an ambulance, so it's oh. not just intolerant. It's, so it's not like a it's fat a, guy in his 30s just being shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He needs to be fatter, too. He's skinny as hell. Oh, no. Well, we'll, get him, we'll get him in the tree. We'll get a piano for him. <laughs> we'll get a huge... Um, What's it called? HGTV, flat screen, with, like, mm-hmm. Elvis concerts, Johnny Cash concerts playing. Uh, Does he like Johnny Cash better than Elvis, or? I don't know. It's kind of even spread. Who do you like better? I don't know. It's hard. Two different styles, man. Yeah. I, I Entertainment go versus Cash. soul. Hmm? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I it go just depends Cash. what you, yeah. Johnny Cash has real grit to Yeah, me. I'd say Johnny Cash. Elvis Presley, I just, I when I think of Elvis Presley, unfortunately, I think of his, like, female fans <laughs> like you know what i mean uh, i don't know like i picture like fat tourists going to like graceland and stuff oh no i, I picture 60s elvis that's cool mm-hmm. yeah i never saw the comeback special i'm old enough to remember when he yeah. died you are i was playing road hockey that's when he had an afternoon paper did the goalie save your <laughs> slap shot at that exact moment uh i can't remember that i can't remember the score of the game <laughs> but yes I remember where I was when Princess Di died. Where was that? I was having sex. Nice. Yeah. That's the that's the, the Princess old... Diana Theater. Yeah, with her. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look this up. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty insane. Yeah. They don't report a, a lot about a young teenager escaping the car crash. I feel bad about that night because I was home. It was like a weekend night, I think. I didn't have uh, anything to do when I was at my apartment. And it was just kind of a story on CNN. And I thought, well, here's something to watch. And I just kind of followed it all night, like, like, oh, this is interesting. And then I wasn't rooting for anything bad to happen, but then when it did, I said, like, well, it's worth watching now because, uh, you know, it's like a weird kind of. Oh, wait, you're following the story before on... the crash? No, just when it first came out on oh. the news on CNN. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things you, oh, I guess I hope she's okay. Yeah. But then when she's not, you're like, hey, I got something to t- talk to people about now. And you phone them up. Oh, God. Night. How long did it take for them to find out that uh, she was dead? It took a few hours. Oh, no, I didn't know that because yeah. I just saw the newscast like, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You did a really funny tweet the other day about how you can't believe nine. it's almost been a year since 9-11. True. That's very funny. It's, it's tomorrow. <laughs> everyone Is it does, tomorrow? Everyone does the joke now. Happy 9-11. Everyone does that. Yeah. That's my... Uh, yeah, I did. I saw a stand-up the other night doing a joke about um, getting... What did you ask your parents for for 9-11? Like it's Christmas? Yeah. It's all right. It's actually my wife's birthday, 9-11. Nice. Yeah. She won't be here. It must have been a weird birthday. No, she won't be here. She's in Winnipeg. God damn it. What? Winnipeg. What the hell? I was born there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I moved when I was one. I don't know. It's a fine Your choice, too, right? Yeah. You're like, left. let's get out of here. I've done one year. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> took off. Cummings. Yeah, Burton Cummings. Bake me else? lasagna and I'm out of here. Isn't Neil Young from there? I think so. Sneak me away in your lasagna. I, I did the Winnipeg. <laughs> I did the Winnipeg Festival once. The guy, what's the guy who runs it? Al. Al Ray. I, I just got a phone call. Is it, yeah. The bio says you were born in Winnipeg. I said, "Yeah." Do you want to do the festival? Okay. That was all it took. Man, just being born there. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna make so many bi- different bios about myself. I don't even remember auditioning. Well, uh, uh, every year he says. I'm so gonna, it paid off being born in Winnipeg for one event. Every year he says I'm gonna do that festival. Oh, don't. Okay. I haven't done it. Uh oh. <laughs> I think you should do it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I was born there for a minute. Were you? No. But hmm. how easy is that to write in a bio? You know, what if I mean? you're gonna lie about something in your bio, being born in Winnipeg probably not the first thing. Yeah, I'll probably lie about being born in <laughs> California or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. You're born there. It is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, it's 9/11 tomorrow. 9/11 tomorrow. And are you excited? Did you get any gifts? Get it? Oh, because boom. Uh... boom. Oh, no pun intended. Um, yeah, I was... what do you think was more? Uh, shocking on TV. 9-11 or a princess dies to death? Well, 9-11 because you've got to watch it. Watch it live, right? I watched it live. I watched, I think I watched like um, uh, the first yeah. building crumble. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, my son doesn't even know it's happened yet. Think about that. That's cool. Yeah. He's like a time traveler. He also has only known a black president. That's He's gonna say when there, if there's if the next president is white, he'll be like, whoa, that's, finally. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really cool. He, he knows he wanted to be Barack Obama on Halloween when <laughs> whoa, he was three. Finally, a white president. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when he's six. He saw a Barack Obama mask and he wanted to be him on uh, Halloween because nice. he thinks he's funny. I don't know. He just calls him the funny man. He is funny. I talk funny. <laughs> I think like uh, he's a funny man, Barack Obama. Real comedians write his jokes, right? Like, doesn't like oh. Seth Meyers wrote some of his jokes? Yeah, for his things. And me and my old co-writer did that once for Stephen Harper. Oh yeah, it was, twice we did it. The How'd first it go? first year went really well, and the second year I guess didn't do as well. Did he nail the jokes? Yeah, first year was good. Does he have a good sense of humor? I think so. I never met him. We just sent him the stuff. Yeah, what was the, that for? For the annual press dinner, you know, it's like the ones you're talking about the States. We did yeah. do it in Canada, too. But they right? just hired you because of MTV? No, it was before that. They just, uh, I forget why, but they, me and my co-writer, Greg Eckler, back in the day, he's the Mercer guy now. Oh, yeah. So we wrote a speech for uh, Harper. Yeah. I, wrote, I was in a hotel, though, and doing a gig with Rick Curry, okay. who's a Mercer writer now. And yeah. it was on C-SPAN. Yeah. And I didn't think I'd get to see it, and it was on. I didn't say... I, that me and Greg wrote it. I just wanted to see his reaction. <laughs> How'd it go? <laughs> to the jokes. It didn't go. He was, he was kind of making... So, or was he just biased because it's... No, no. He was, he was watching it not knowing me and Greg had written it. Yeah. I wanted to see if he'd insult it. He didn't really insult it, but he was like, you can tell someone... He said, you can tell someone wrote that for him. I went, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever told him. And you never told him? <laughs> no. That's amazing. Yeah, that's funny. Would it have made the shows weird? What show? Reopening for him or something? I forget. We were just... I don't know where we were, but yeah. Mm. True stories. Should I make another drink? Sure. I could pause this. Okay. I'm going to do that. Um, okay, guys, we're going to pause it one sec. Uh, you know what's happening. Okay, I'm recording again. Um, and we're all topped up. And uh, I changed the batteries again because this <laughs> machine sucks. Wait, can you finish the... 
Harper joke thing? Because you told me another thing when we were going to the store there. Oh. What was it? There oh, was an right. when he, he wasn't prime minister when we wrote the stuff for him, and then oh, he yeah. became prime minister. Yeah. There was an article, I think, in the Global Mail that said, it was called, Who is Stephen Harper? Yeah. Really? And then the uh, writer said, he's funnier than you think. And he quoted a joke from that we wrote. That's amazing. And the joke was... Something like, he said, uh, I'm the only person in the room who actually looks like his passport photo. I think that was the joke. <laughs> I think that was the joke. I think I know that joke. <laughs> yeah, I had to look it up on the computer. I, I said, did we write that? Yeah, we did. I swear I think I remember that joke. What a peak of a career. Was First that, Tom Cruise says hi to me. Were you in Calgary or in Toronto? Toronto. Because he faked the funk about growing up in Calgary, basically, right? Or he acts like a Calgary guy. He says he's from Toronto. But you, Oh, he does, yeah. But he's a Calgary guy. But we went to the same, or we, he went to the same high school as me. Wow. Or I went to the same high school as him. Did you know? Yeah, big stoner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to the same high school as Dion Phaneuf. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How's he doing now? He's got a hot wife. Yeah. They all do, yeah. don't they? Some don't. It's weird when they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... They're wearing their insecurity on their sleeve. Yeah, before Dion Phaneuf, the, the most famous famous person from my high school mm-hmm. was Miss Hawaiian Tropic, 1987. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I actually looked up that my old high school, Harry Ainley, right? And okay. if you look up your high school on... on uh, neighbors, think... cough is annoying. <laughs> so... It says uh, notable people who went to this school. Yeah. And it lists these people like just from they were in a band or something. Yeah. I'm like, I've done more than some of these people. You're not listed? No. I've That's done a... I've been on TV upwards of six times. Yes. Can we say some of your credits? Because <clears throat> I know you mm-hmm. from working on MT- M- MTV. Yeah. And doing stand up gigs. Yeah. Um, I, I'd love to tell the... the first story of the first gig I did with you. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, do it. In Trenton, that one they'd have in the I hotel. I have no shame if it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. I'd never worked with you. I knew you as a, a writer, I think. No. But anyhow, it's one of those, it's lovely when the gig, where your room is just down the hallway from the gig. Yeah. That. And so I had to, we were staying over, and I had a, a beer in my room. And I thought, oh, I'll type, this is a dickhead move when you're headlining. I'll time it for in the middle, just about done. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and you were just sweating outside the ballroom. I went, what happened? <laughs> I did, you said you did karate kicks for the last five minutes yeah. on stage. Yeah. Because you didn't think it was going well, so you just started. And you were just dripping in sweat. I thought, back oh, I then, I was it. not good at, yeah, back, I'm better uh, now than that. But back then, I was not Were you named good. best comedian in Canada? Oh, soon. Hopefully, oh. if I win at the CCAs. Do I don't do know that, if When you go up, you should do that karate kick bit. I don't think the Truckers Convention from Trenton voted, though. <laughs> you were just <laughs> dripping in sweat. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I am nominated for a CCA that's this nice. weekend, but people don't take that seriously. Oh, well, something. Yeah, it's something. I was nominated for it once, not for... I don't even know how I got submitted. They didn't even tell me. Oh, that's nice. Someone said... oh. So me and Alan Park were nominated together. And I was like, what the hell? How do you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys fight? No. Me and Graham K are nominated for everything together like every year. Weird. And we're we're good buddies, but it's always like, <laughs> like we're always against each other. Is it coveted this thing? I don't even know where they are. No, it's in Ottawa. And it, another thing that's funny about it is I have to do the... Uh, mm-hmm. um, Yankee booked me on the show for the Nasty Show, which oh. I'm not... No. Like, I can, but I'm not no. a dirty comic. No. But I can, whatever. 
But so now I'm being promoted on Twitter from this thing like some of Canada's nastiest comics. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, man. Nasty. That's not what I'm like, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. So no one, even when you do get nominated for shit, they don't know anything about you, I don't think. Who's they? Is this on TV? I don't know who they are. No, I doubt who it. Who runs this thing? We're paying for our own hotel. Oh. We get like... So it's just like doing stand-up. We get a rate. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We get oh, a, yeah. I like that when it says, there's a hotel rate. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you. Oh. And it's a quality inn, too. That's nice. You'll have fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. You get to do, you'll get to do a lot of podcasting. Yeah. That'll save the day. Mm-hmm. This has been a lot of fun, though, so far. Are you having fun? I'm having fun, sitting outside, just talking. Yeah. This is all I wanted to do. I'm a lonely, middle-aged, divorced man in a condo who talks to no one. You know what? I was looking in uh, <clears throat> my mirror today, thinking, like, should I trim this raggedy beard I got going? Right. But then I kind of had a funny thought. I was like, my face looks like how Rob Ross feels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? I get- you should grow a beard. That's an insult to you, I think. You should grow I a always, beard. I always, I had to shave once a week. I like what you got going now. Yeah, it's about the perfect place. Clint Eastwood? Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I'll just talk to a chair now for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Mr. That was so goddamn... Did you write that? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you should write a Stephen Harper talking to a chair bit. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you something, little uh, Justin Trudeau. Uh, I was just watching that. What was the movie you made with the... Where he's a racist old guy? And he calls the Asian people fish heads. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to work the word fish heads in. I never saw it for various reasons, but I heard he dies in the end. Oh, yeah, Did yeah. he finish it? <laughs> yeah, he does get it. Oh, now we're ruining it. Oh, it's Grand Theft Auto. Who cares? What's it called? No. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Sorry, <laughs> no, There's some motor car. I would love to see Clint Eastwood just driving around <laughs> shooting prostitutes and stuff like Grand Theft Auto. That would be amazing. Angry old man. Yeah. Killing people. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Angry old man. My neighbors bother me. That doesn't sound like him. Did it? <laughs> yeah. My neighbors bother me. What are you looking at? Fish heads. Fish heads. I'm going to put you in soy sauce. Eat you with some ginger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice slice of ginger. Um, so what? Uh, okay. I want sushi. Canadian Comedy Awards. Yeah. So will there be Canadian Comedy Awards in your utopian world? Yes. Everyone will have one. My mom will everyone? get one for making lasagna. Should we start doing a list? Yes. <laughs> if it makes, look. Every kid gets a trophy for participating. Yeah. I just want a Canadian that, comedy participation award. Not to be cheeky or not, because I appreciate everything, but isn't that already sort of what Canada feels like? Everyone gets a participation yeah. award? Yeah. It's nice. I guess. If you're in it, like, I in it long enough, they start going like, oh, yeah, nice boy. Like, pet you on the yeah, head yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's nice. Is that, oh. It'll be fun. God. Now I'm being a bit like a dick. A lot of people never get to go to an award show. Yeah, that's so true. I'm going to send some of my awards. I got one tennis. award in school. Yeah. And I dislocated my elbow the day before, so I couldn't dress myself. So it was like the end of school. I won a math award or something. Yeah. And I had to go on stage in my shorts and dislocated elbow. I felt like a dick because I didn't have proper clothes on. Dislocated elbow, though, probably made you seem kind of tough, right? Yeah. Well, how did you get it? I was dunking basketballs off a table. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, see, that's better. Yeah. I See, I'm cynical, I think, because I've lost every contest I've ever been in in my whole life, except one weird trip in grade three, family trip to mm-hmm. Jamaica. I won two contests that week. Ooh. One was the I won the uh, Reggae Prince Award for Trelawney <laughs> Beach Hotel Resorts. That's awesome. Because I danced to reggae in front of the whole hotel, and they awarded me. 
That's kind of like what you did at that gig with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I get real physical when the uh, intellectual stuff doesn't hit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I try. Yeah, I opened with some killer uh, jokes at J- in Jamaica, but then I just had to. Do I've it. won two contests. Yeah. One of them. It's a funny story because it was in Edmonton at this club. We used to do shows at, on Monday nights. Yeah. And they had a comedy contest. And for some reason, you didn't have to be there every week. Yeah. And my friends ran it. So they just, like, put me through. I think I did one set. I wasn't even at the finals, but I won. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, so the guy who finished second. Was that in Calgary? Edmonton. Edmonton. And I, I, I'm hungover one more, uh, day. Yeah. I went out with some friends for a three-for-one drink night. I get woke up in the morning with a phone call from the Better Business Bureau because this guy's contacted them. He's angry about the contest. Wait, I think he might have told me about that before. He's angry that the guy that I didn't even show up. That's really funny. But the, the club was making up the rules. And I never even... The prize was to go to L.A. to do a set. Oh, yeah, some, you did tell me about that. And I never went. Because <laughs> I didn't have any money, and there's no place to... Um, they didn't put you up or anything. It's just like this weird vague... Just go to L.A. Yeah, just go to L.A. and you can get a set. Cause it, That's what know. happens to, like, beautiful yeah. girls, like, girls in the mid- Midwest. They're like, here, you can mm-hmm. just go to L.A. And then they become, like, porn stars. And then I was in the finals of the uh, Canada Laugh-Off, the Yuck Yucks one they used to do. Yeah, how long ago? I well, did that. 20 years ago. I, oh, no, know, I didn't do that. A long time ago. Before it was on TV or anything, or for money. Yeah, or for money. Of the top three guys, one's dead and one's on welfare, so I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> you come in third? I was second. One time last year, I lost a contest at JFL, mm-hmm. and um, a buddy cheered me up about it. This American comic, yeah, I won't say his name, but uh, you, why you, people? Well, it was Kyle Kinane. Okay, <laughs> but I was going to do his voice because people just know. But I don't really know how to do his voice. But he cheered me up. We were having a beer after, and he was like, um, uh, "I find with those contests, like no one remembers those guys, the people who win those yeah. things." So I was like, "I'm cool with that." It cheered me up. Yeah, I don't agree with that necessarily, but some of the people that I didn't, won. But Norm Macdonald, didn't he get the lowest score in the history of Star Search? Really? That was a famous story. Fuck. And one of my favorite comics of all time, Drake Sather, was on there once. Yeah. And he lost to a dog act. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Drake Sather. That's a wicked name. I know. Yeah. Where's he now? He's dead. What happened? Was he, he killed in the himself. laugh-off thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, he killed himself too. Great. This is going to be Different good. guy. He was from Seattle. He was a great... He, Co-wrote Zoolander, actually. Really? And when I was a kid, I used so to... Why'd he kill himself? Zoolander. Bad divorce and stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, he worked on a lot <laughs> of stuff. There's but... rain clouds for him. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people about him all the time. You can see him on YouTube. He's really funny. Uh, and uh, he... I think, yeah. I, I, I was jealous. I have a couple friends who got to work with him, and he's great. But, like, uh, I used to tape his uh, sets off TV and do his jokes to myself in my room. Really? Yeah. How much older was he than you? Ten years. Okay. He was Drake really Sader, young Drake when he got Sader. on Letterman. He got on Letterman, and he'd only been doing stand-up like He nine killed himself because of a bad divorce? I think that's what it was. He shot himself. Oh, damn it, man. Yeah. We don't always know. You don't know. Why? Wow, that's really It'll get sad. better. I'm going to watch his vids. Now that we're I recording... I can tell you my favorite joke he has. Yeah, do it. Um, tell me a bunch. Wait. I always like this one. He goes, when I was a kid, I, when I was a teenager, I'd come home smelling like smoke. My mother would say, have you been smoking cigarettes? I'd lie and say, yes, because I don't want her to know the real reason I smell like smoke. Arson. <laughs> That's good. That was a great joke. Back when you had... <laughs> I don't know. This is the way... I didn't do it justice. <laughs> Arson. Arson. That's the way you did it. Arson. That's good. Drake yeah. Sather. I've probably seen him then. I just got back from... Uh, where was it? Fresno. 
So I didn't think it was possible for an entire town to have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally laugh at Down like, syndrome jokes, but that no, means. it's okay. <laughs> Down syndrome people are not. Hey, just not go there. Yeah. He, uh, I was quoting someone. If he had a Twitter account, if Twitter was around back then, he'd probably still be alive. You think? Well, because then he'd be sending out the hits and people would like it and fave and retweet. Okay. You're saying Twitter <laughs> soothes an ugly divorce and you're depressed because you don't... Somewhere out there, Twitter is hearing me say that right now and they love it. Funny thing, I saw him on People's Court once fighting with his, his ex-wife on People's Court. In real life? <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> so they documented his sadness? No, no. It was just he happened to be on People's Court one day and go, let's drink Sailor. And his ex-wife was there. And he kept reminding Judge Wapner that she's a stripper, Your Honor. You <laughs> 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 like to draw. He dropped the term stripper. She's a stripper. Like, what is she? I love that you're a hardcore fan of this guy that I don't. How I've many people know? Of. Yeah. But he's just like, because when I was starting out west, he's like from Seattle. Yeah. And I was like, he looks, he looked cool. Yeah. I thought, hey, you could be a cool guy and do stand. How did he look cool? He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Skinny, cool. No, skinny makes you cool. Sorry. But <laughs> yeah, neither yeah, of us are I'm out of here. Neither of us are skinny. But uh, no, I thought he was a cool guy. You don't think you're skinny? I think of you skinny. I think of me not skinny. All right. Well, we'll see. You're all right. Um. Can I get one thing on uh, audio? We have to record this once and for all. That story you've told me a few times, I love it so much. The comedian who was on stage and saw, who was it, in the back room? They were tall. And his oh. <laughs> no, that was, okay. It's really It's the funny. worst spritz I ever saw. But <laughs> yeah. nice man. I'm not going to say, okay, this I won't say the name. Of who it was. Yeah, not on a recorded. No, that's okay. Yeah. Hello. Well, yeah, no one really cares. And it's not, I don't think it's offensive to anybody, but it's super funny. Because it's so crazy. Said comics on stage. It was Shannon Laverty, actually, who's a tall woman. She's tall, yeah. She was standing in the. And uh, you can say that. It's a very nice person. Yeah. So it's not against her. No, no. She's just standing there. Yeah. And she's in the. Me and my friend Kelly were there. Uh, We're in the back watching the headliner guy. Yeah. And Shannon's. He notices Shannon. And he goes. Hey Shannon, you seem taller, taller than normal. What are you, what are you standing on a piece of shit? It's <laughs> <laughs> lost our minds. It's like, I'm like, what does that mean? That's three years in Second City improv classes. <laughs> oh, that grandling training came in. Yeah, handy. what are you standing on a piece of shit? Because if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on a piece of it would shit. Make you that much it would actually, No, you'd probably just sink into your shoe. Yeah, exactly. You just smush <laughs> into it. I love that. I know. That's such a. It was good. The guy wasn't aware of it, but that's probably like the perfect anti comedy non joke. It's brilliant, probably. Yeah, it is brilliant. Fuck, I love that. <laughs> I'm glad we have it on the recording. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sure I've done much worse, much drunker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this is what you. Did I tell don't. you the one. Okay, I'm on stage. I was hosting, I think, and there was a group of young guys. They're pretty nice guys. It was like a bachelor party. They're in the front, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, at the time, the show called Studs was on the air, <laughs> uh, and I forget what the premise was, but it was young guys getting. You dates know what? Right. This is fucking weird. But this is the sixth episode, and it's the second time the show Studs has come up Whoa. on the podcast. Yeah, seriously, excellent. Okay, hope this is as good. <laughs> So I say, it will be. <laughs> these guys, and I'm just teasing them. I said, hey, you guys could be like an episode of Studs. And I said, some, I said uh, more like Stubs. And that's not that funny, right? But yeah. a guy, one of the guys holds up his arm, and he's got no hand. 
and he holds it up, and the crowd's like, Buh! the crowd turns on me. Because he has had it hidden, and he thought he was being funny, right? Because I didn't see the hand. Yeah. The crowd thinks I saw the hand and was making fun of him for having a stub. <laughs> and they just fucking turned on me. It was incredible. Are you fucking serious? No. You said more like stubs to and a man with a head. stub. And he has stub. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's impossible. It happened. That's impossible. I have these. Okay, I have great coincidence. Stories. You know, in like Empire Strikes Back, when Luke Skywalker is like, yeah. "That's impossible," and he's got a stub. Yeah, that's what just happened to me. My brain. Okay, dig this one. <laughs> Three days ago, I've got this uh, thing of change, like dimes and nickels on. Yeah, sure. Thing of I go, change. I get rid of this. I took it to the coin star at the metro. Finally, I what dumped was the thing. What? Like a sock of change? It was a uh, a giant cup. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Anyhow, blue stripes. I take oh, it. Wicked. I finally walk it over to the metro. I put it in the coin star. I get with voucher or whatever. And it's for yeah. $40.06. Sounds like you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, I go randomly grocery shopping. I'm not making this up. I go randomly grocery shopping. Yeah. And it comes to $40.06. Exactly. Are you fucking I'm serious? I'm not making that up. That I'm is the stubs up. of grocery I know. Shopping. And I said... To the woman, because when you give them the Coinstar voucher, they never know how to use it. There, I was like, it's always like the first guy who ever went to Coinstar. <laughs> and then I go, oh my god, it's the same amount. I never talked to people in line at a yeah. store. And I'm telling the guy behind me, look, it's, it's no one gave a shit. And I was losing my mind. Like, how, what are the odds of this? Fuck. Yeah, I hate and that. random like way You're trying to like get like strangers. To yeah, listen. It, it's like a like I'm picking a if I'd have picked a tomato slightly smaller, it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? The so sad of this the is the highlight of my my uh, new single life. No, but you know what? <laughs> you you downplay it, but man, that is magic. <laughs> that what? is like the magic of the world. Oh, I had this other one happen. And Did you tell the man at the cash register that this is magic or some kind of witchcraft? There's a, a woman. No, she didn't seem to. Why did I say man? Am I really sexist that I think that it has to be a man? You always. <laughs> <laughs> you always say it's a man. God. Even your gender specific. <laughs> this happened in the summer. We should have done the gin earlier in the podcast. Yeah, it's, getting, it's picking up. Fuck. Just air the part where we had gin. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Halifax. I'm not making this up either. Yeah. And I told this on stage in Halifax and it killed there. I tried to do it elsewhere, but it didn't because no one cares. I'm, I went for a walk from the hotel. Up yeah. the, up, I'm looking at this uh, old historical plaque. This, 200-year-old building or something, and there's an old cemetery. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did I tell you this one? No, but I know, okay, yeah. I know the cemetery so, by the hotel. The tour bus comes around, and there's the kid on top of the outdoor part doing his spiel. <laughs> and I literally, swear to God, I was standing there 20 seconds, and I hear this on the mic. And a very famous man is buried in there, General Robert Ross. And I went, Whoa. I just heard my name from a tour bus. I, went, I said, I've been in town like an hour and a half. I'm on the tour. People are pointing me out. Like, how does he know I'm here? Wow. And it's a guy, a general from the War, War of 1812. Do you know him? Yeah, I know his name because I looked him up before. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't well, read. you looked him up before the tour? I knew him my whole life because I looked up my name before. Yeah, yeah. And he was the general who bur- he burnt down the White House. Are you And that's why serious? he's famous. But he's buried right there. Are you named after the man who burnt down the White House? I hope so. No, but I wish. <laughs> but... Uh, what are the odds that I, with the same name, stand there and I don't know that he's buried there and the tour bus comes around and says my name? It was, it was, it was trippy. It you know what, man? Now. Honestly, you seem kind of stressed sometimes about <laughs> just hanging out. But, like, 
There's a lot of magic happening in your life I right know now. There is. Maybe your utopian world isn't even about creating something. Maybe you're living in it in a weird way. Like there's some. Ma- well, I mean. Oh, well, okay, I'll give you one more. Yeah. You explain this one. I like how you have these ready to go. I got at least. I got five good ones. You got to save this for when you go for a drink with that real estate agent. Ooh. Try it. What? Oh. Never mind. Never mind. So, uh, <laughs> if. Okay. You won't. I know. Of course I won't. But write these down. Who would do? And can I ask you one thing mm-hmm. before you say this one? Why did you stop writing your your stand-up stories on Facebook? Those were the best parts of Facebook. Uh, I don't know. Lots of... Uh... They were amazing. <laughs> Uh, they got me to know you more, and they got me to know. Can I got mean in a couple more? of them. I felt bad, so I, get, I wanted to think of funny more. But it was funny, ones. mean. But, but I'm not funny. one of the victims, so I guess there not. was only two victims. Who? And fuck them. Yeah. No. So uh, you trash someone who seemed like, like, because I don't know the older <laughs> I don't know people that much. So then I'd see all these older guys totally justifying what you said, and I'd be like, okay, then it's totally fine. I like, got a lot of private it. messages going. Yeah, he did that to me. T- too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyhow, it's like... Exactly. Yeah, who cares? They mostly are positive stories. But this was a good one. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast. Yeah. The Nerdist with Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. They had Tom Hanks on, and they explained how they got... Weird. So I'm they trying got... to get Tom Hanks on this. Yeah. Is he on? Has he not been yet. on? No, no. Is he yet. the guy who talked about studs? <laughs> I can only get Colin Hanks so far. Oh, uh, sh- yeah. He's <laughs> great. Colin Hanks is great. I know. On Fargo? Fargo. Excellent. Love that show. Thanks for coming to Canada, Colin Hanks. Yeah. That was filmed in Winnipeg, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Winnipeg All comes again. around. All comes around. Your wife is in Winnipeg. I know. So here we go. She is Colin Hanks. Apparently, Tom Hanks collects old-fashioned typewriters. I've heard that actually. Yeah. So I actually how Chris Hardwick got him on the podcast was he um, sent Tom Hanks a, a old-fashioned typewriter with a note, uh, a sheet of paper, and saying, "Please come on our podcast" or something like that, and wow. that got his attention. Try anyway. hard much? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't really send me anything. I know. Anyhow, um, yeah. So anyhow, I'm, I'm listening to... I've read a story about how listening for Tom Hanks on The Nerdist. I'm listening yeah. to it on the train, on the GO train, coming into Toronto to go to work. And I'm, right when Tom Hanks is talking about this weird obsession he has with old-fashioned typewriters, yeah. it stops at Guildwood. A guy who must have been in his early 20s gets on with an old-fashioned typewriter in his hands. Yeah. Sits down and starts typing on it. Okay. That never happens. That happened. I've never seen anyone carrying an old-fashioned typewriter in my life, <laughs> let alone the second I'm listening... Someone talk about the they get on. Sorry, I burped. That's amazing, but it's not the coincidence I thought was going to happen. Oh, well, you thought Tom Hanks was going to go on and go <laughs> No, it was a guy with an old fashioned typewriter. I thought Tom Hanks was going to say, My favorite <laughs> classic typewriter is called the Guildwood. No, that's not as good. <laughs> when have you ever seen a guy in his early 20s typing on an old Did he have a scarf? Uh, was he wearing a scarf? Yeah, he was a hipster, definitely. Are you fucking. Oh, man. A Guildwood hipster. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Classic Guildwood hipster. You guys don't mind if I type the uh, quintessential Canadian novel right now <laughs> on the go train. <laughs> Before I tap my presto card off. And then he kisses his fingers. For you, Mar- Parley Moet. <laughs> Parley Moet. Uh, wow. That was, yeah. That I think you do out. have a weird magic simpatico thing uh-huh. happening, right? With I the do. planet. So. I'd like to think that. Then, does that make you feel positive about your present life now? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sounds like there's Lucky Charms dropping all around your face. Yeah. The tour bus said, if you look to your left, you will see famous Robert General Ross. Robert Ross. Yeah, and I told that on stage in Halifax, and I got a, a big response. Because apparently they know this guy, because even on the boardwalk, there's a big uh, uh, tribute to him that I found later. 
General Robert Ross. Right One there. time in Halifax, I did a joke about, like, we have to have as many babies as we can. I don't know why. So that our country can have the strongest navy or something. I don't get it. But anyways, <laughs> and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just a throwaway one-liner. In a, a, a bunch of huge dudes came up to me after, and they're like, dude, you're in a navy town, man. Halifax, I wouldn't say that shit. <laughs> and it was like, what? <laughs> Uh-huh. What did I say about the Navy? Aren't they supposed to be protecting your right to do jokes? Exactly. Yeah, go fight. Someone did that to me once at a... At a There's so many terrorists in the Middle East right now that don't want me to say that joke. I know. <laughs> go fight them. <laughs> I was in an Army gig once, and I did some joke, military jokes. Pretty. Tame. Where were you? In Canada? Or yeah, did you travel? Yeah. No, this is in Canada. Okay. And a lady soldier came out to me. Oh, was nice. like, you know, you shouldn't do jokes like that about people who are willing to risk their lives for you. I went, oh, really? It's time to like, yeah, man. <laughs> and it wasn't even anything bad. It was just like, I wonder if Bob Hope ever got any flack for some I of know. his jokes. Who's willing to lay our lives down? It's like I don't have to be here. <laughs> what I love is one military gig I did. The general came up to me, or the leader, whatever. He said, he took me aside. He said, General He's Robert good. Ross. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the fifth. And he said, he said to me, these guys aren't the best and brightest, you know. If they weren't here, they'd be in jail. Oh, my God. He said something like that. And oh, my I, God. I went, oh, okay. He said, totally. He said, um, how many shitheads did you know growing up Yeah, are cops now? Uh, this is looking Seriously. Bad. But that. No, who cares? Those guys were amazing. I got a standing. It's one of, I think it's the only standing ovation I ever got. The army dudes? Watch and you. they were about to go to Afghanistan. And they were like, uh. and the generals shitting on them before. <laughs> and they were like. They brought the general came out of the stage, was shaking my hand. The guys were standing and cheering and made me a stick. It was great. That's amazing. But he had to, he had to tell me they aren't they aren't that. Brave. Was he trying to be funny though to you because he knew you were a comedian? Yeah. Who did you do the show with? Anyone else? Just me, man. Wow. You had to start. Anyone introduce you? I don't remember. Isn't that weird when you you're the only Here's one doing the, the show okay. and no it one was, introduces you either? It's a gig I would do in a second now. By the time I was like, this doesn't pay very much. That's how you thought of I it. I was like, I was doing the club anyhow, and they went, you can make an extra. I think it was 500 bucks, I thought. Ah, only 500 bucks. Even thinking of, like, Bob, I mean, Bob like, Hope and all these I know, guys. I was like, eh, I'll do it, I guess. And it was, like, the greatest show. That's really nice. Because, yeah. oh, man, it means so much to them for sure, eh? Yeah. They're all Stand ovation. Huh? I hope they're okay. <laughs> they're all okay. They're fine. Good. In my utopia. I know who you're talking about. They're all fine. They're all good. <laughs> yeah. I do know that there are some listeners who have got into this podcast so far that do listen to act. They want to hear actual. Do they? <clears throat> like ideas about utopia and uh <clears throat> just for you guys listening now carolyn uh <laughs> who's carolyn <laughs> me and robert just having so much fun chatting about other stuff that you know sometimes you just got to do that maybe our utopia is chatting about fun stuff and no one hassling us about under it. the rainy tree yeah but we're fine you know what i have to admit the um sitting under a giant hollowed out oak tree or something like that and the rain's pouring around you but you're not wet Sort of remind it gives me like Japanese imagery or something. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I think I like I've, a Kurosawa movie or something. It's kind of because it's in Vancouver in my head. Yeah, that's where I grew up, and that's close to the closest yeah. part of Canada to Asia. And those trees are goddamn beautiful. Out I remember there. being able to go in an old dead tree and just hide out in it. Oh my god, it was great. That's beautiful. <laughs> Unfortunately, Stanley Park got ripped apart from a storm oh, a while yeah. ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I walked around there a couple years ago and it was great. It's fine. I, that ice storm last year. I still go by on the go train and see all the crippled trees. Oh, sorry to use that word again. <laughs> Handicapped trees. Handicapped trees. Who've been crushed trees. Cru- I just get sad. Yeah. I love trees. Oh, I guess I haven't You can quote on. me on that. 
I've been on the train recently out there, but I didn't notice that. I'm taking the train to Ottawa on Friday. Nice. For your uh, comedy award. Yeah, me and Rebecca Cole are on the same train. Hopefully we just wow. get drunk and make a whole and make joke it? about it. Mm, yeah, totally. Oh, nice. If my wife is listening, <laughs> <laughs> you've heard it here first. Oh, wow. Scandal. No, no. no, no. Rebecca's been a guest on the podcast. We do shows together. We laugh like crazy. Nice. Um, and she speaks highly of you. That's nice. I guess you guys have done a weekend at least together. I don't you know, we did a show at the ACC once, uh, the Ajax Convention Center. Are you fucking serious? Oh. <laughs> that was the last gig I did with Stuart Silver. I was like, did you open for fucking Queens of the Stone Age or something? Every time I go by, I think, oh, I played the ACC. It was Stuart Rebecca. Silver, it was, yeah. I remember it was a soft mock corporate gig. Oh, yeah. Rebecca was on it. And Stuart Silver. How many years was, ago was this? Not too long ago. Just before Stuart Silver passed How'd away. she do? She killed. Good. And I was like, oh. How'd you do? I did all right. You're... Super fucking funny, man. <laughs> Are you doing more gigs now? I Because you go in and out. Yeah. Right? Well, now I'm trying to. Do more. Come to Toronto and just hang out one night and do some of the... I am. That's what I'm doing right now. Are you going to do some shows tonight? What show? I'll do If you want to come with me, uh, I'll get Uh-oh. you on some shows tonight. Whoa. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Um, I didn't mention I, I don't go on stage in shorts. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I do sometimes. <laughs> the water was out in my building today, and I forgot. Yeah, he's wearing a camo uh, and cargo shorts, everybody. Uh, I went. I forgot that the water was turned off, and I went to the yeah. bathroom, Yeah, and I couldn't wash my hands. And it's like that scene in Aviator where he's standing in the bathroom. Yeah, and he can't open the door. I, I, that's, I was, like, freaked out. I, I just, Do you know when I watched Aviator <laughs> in the theater, I had, like, two panic attacks during oh. that movie? It's like I can't watch another guy with neuroses just more heightened than me, or I'll lose it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's too, too intense. But I, he, I related to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Except the Do you have OCD? success part. In what regard? <laughs> that Howard Hughes was a successful person. Yeah. And also did a lot of amazing things. But, yeah, no, I, yeah, I had it before I knew what it was, yes. So, like, washing the hands thing? Oh, yeah. Weird. Why is I still walk washing with, the hands? I don't know. I, I didn't know what it was. I When I was yeah. a kid, I walked around with gloves on in my house. Yeah. It was, was kind of weird. Cool. I got over that. Problem. That means you're a genius. Does it? <laughs> I think so. Does it mean, oh, I should have been making airplanes? Yeah. Yeah. Making right. airplanes. Making big movies. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should make airplanes and... Uh, <laughs> Become an engineer, build the biggest plane. Do, a, do an open mic tonight. Here and that'll change my In your life. shorts. Then, uh, no, honestly, you know what? You know what I live close to? The comedy bar is a 50-minute walk. Mm-hmm. Um... Always good shows there. People don't know, but Comedy Bar Sounds is amazing. There's I've like never been. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out. There's four shows a night. Yeah, four we, shows a we night. Can find you pants. Wow. <laughs> That's can <laughs> we find? Uh, pa- Let's check your neighbor's you yard. Cat's collar was over there. Maybe maybe some <laughs> pants made their way over there. <laughs> <laughs> the cat just dragged my pants over there. What size waist are you? Uh, thirty-five, I think. Oh, I got pants for you, man. <laughs> uh, okay. Real nice slacks. Slacks. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? You like my slacks? I'm Rob Ross. You don't even talk like that. No. <sighs> I've never heard an impression of me before, but Mark Walker did one once. You know Mark Walker? Mark Walker's a good impressionist. He's he, only, he did me. I did, Christopher Walken didn't get it. singing Trooper's song, The Boys in the Oh yeah. White Sports Car. Sports Car. <laughs> he does that now. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And he's good. He kills he's, with my impression. He's good at it. He closes with me. I can see that. 
the funniest thing I ever saw was he came back from to wrap it around. Came back from Graceland recently, and he bought like a super crazy psychedelic Elvis style shirt hmm. with a puffed up collar and everything. Yeah, and he started emceeing at Yuck Yucks, um, and he's awesome. But he's <laughs> he he went on with the shades and the shirt and everything, and it was not the best crowd. It was like you know small crowd. Right. And then he's like, "Hey everyone, just got back from Graceland. I don't think it affected me much." <laughs> And because he, he looked like him, but then he goes, no reaction because mm-hmm. the crowd was shitty. And then he goes, I don't care what you guys think. I'm gonna do this all night in this character. And I uh, just kidding, guys. How's it going? You guys having fun tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Dropped it right away. <laughs> uh, that's. But my five year old son was in the back and said, "Mark is doing a good job." Yes, exactly. If if my Cameron son would have enjoyed it, he would have loved it. I saw, it. and we all loved it too. The audience was shit. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Fuck audiences, man. Fuck audiences. Ruining everything. Let's just tell jokes to each other in my <laughs> That's backyard. I'm going to have Mark on the show soon and we'll oh, just good. hang in my backyard. What was I going to say? Oh. Yeah. Not Mark Walker's story. Dave Martin. Yeah. Is a comic. He does an impression of you? No. But we were going to a show with Johnny Guardhouse. And in the car, we mm-hmm. joked about how Dave should do a show in an English accent. <laughs> and see if people did thought he it was fu- do it? So he did it. But it kept going into different types of English, like a, like a Cockney and then a <laughs> yeah, London. I couldn't do that either. And he did it the whole show. And no one called him on it? I don't know if they did, but I, I was laughing because it was like, he, it would be a different kind of English. <laughs> different oh, my type. God. That's so good. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I didn't realize. Was it a weird show? Yeah. Johnny rules, eh? Dave rules. Yeah, I remember that. That's so funny. Um, yeah, my impression of you, I don't know. No one can. No one can do it? You I talk really fast. You yeah, talk like talk how you fast. talk on this podcast. I talk too fast. <laughs> So my 87-year-old aunt or sort of step-grandmother saw me on TV and said, I saw you on TV. Is that what she said? I just, you like, talk too fast. Yeah, I can't understand a word you're saying. And you're like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, you're 83. Now she's 97. Is that, everyone's not, everyone in your family is alive right now. Yeah. That's she's, amazing. She, <laughs> <laughs> the They're all cooking lasagna right now, too. Yeah. My Can dad, you, Dad's 84. He just bought a sports car. What's car? Uh, kind of convertible. It's got lasagna in the back? <laughs> it's, Check yeah. out this convertible, son. It's, a, it's a Fiat Beats lasagna. by Dre. Speakers in the back. Yeah. Hot lasagna on the back seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, no, my, it's not. she's not related to me. Who? She's which one? Step the aunt? Grand, step-grandmother. Step-grandmother. Fuck. And I've, even my dad was here recently, and he said, should we go visit Anne? And they went, she won't know who we are. <laughs> oh, she's in that state? Yeah, so I said... That's okay. I visited her at her home, and I had the iPad with me, and I was showing her a picture of Cameron. Yeah. And I said, I can print some of these up for you if you want to... And she said... She was enjoying looking at them, and she said, I'll forget who he is. Don't bother. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry to say. A few people have had Alzheimer's in my family, and that's totally fine. I uh, I think I'm getting it now. <laughs> At 36. Oh, you remind me. I should read her book. She wrote a book about World War II. Are you I, fucking serious? And I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it's about General Robert Ross. <laughs> no. It's about... She was a nurse yeah, in World no. War II. She wrote a book. Yeah. And I've yet Is to it read called, it. Um, it's called... What's it called? Farewell to Arms? It's called... Is there a writer's alias Ernest Hemingway? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Shit. I'm the worst. <laughs> no, you're not. You uh, told us about the book that I was the worst. I'm here to promote my grandmother's book. <laughs> Anne Bell. <laughs> My time in the war. I love it if comedians do podcasts are like, I should anyways, promote my something. great-grandmother's book is coming out soon. 
<laughs> I don't even, Holy uh, shit! I've broken two chairs on this wow. podcast. Yes, I, um, I don't. I you're not going to find me pants with this attitude. <laughs> I've got a great attitude. You know, we got pants. We're going to do open mics. All right. It sounds like in Toronto. If I was listening to this, I was a little kid who wanted to do comedy, and I was listening to this. Yeah, at West somewhere, I'd be so inspired. I think you would, yeah. I'd be like, Is that how you think of podcasts? You're like, are there well, kids those two guys are living the life, man. They're in Toronto. They're breaking chairs. One's wife's they out of town. Sh- one wife's divorced out of them. town. And they, <laughs> they're in shorts. And they're gonna hit the town to see some real comedy. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm madly in love with my wife. I, That's nice. And, she, and so is she, to me, she says. <laughs> so she which is. is very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about 10 years younger than you, I'd say. Okay. So my real thing so is... So 14? I, <laughs> I don't think we're going to ever get divorced, but... But... I don't see any other way... Wait till she gets tired of you yelling at inanimate objects. Exactly. That's the thing. I'm going to have the garlic crusher, and the thing, the little basket inside the garlic smusher is going to fall onto the floor and hit my toe, and I'm going to be like, you fucking... Next thing you know, you're dragging her unconscious out of an elevator. Which one? The garlic press? <laughs> I do the guy, the football guy. Oh, my God. Do you know that? Okay. People are sticking up for him on the line. I was in, an, in our old condo. His wife stuck up for him. Oh, yeah. No. Stood up for him. Yeah. Stood up. Yeah. Stood up. When she came to. <laughs> yeah. When I came to her. Okay. I was in an elevator once. I had a lot of splaining to do. With my wife. And I was. I had a lasagna. Speaking of lasagna. I was. I had a lasagna pan in my hand that I was bringing back from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this young guy in the, and I, I used to joke about, uh, the, give the old, uh, we'd do it to each other, pretend to hit each other as yeah. a joke, not, and so I pretended to raise the lasagna pan to her, and the guy freaked out. He's like, thought I was actually going to hit, hit her. Yeah, <laughs> listen, sir, we don't do that. I here. said it's a joke. We do this all the time as a joke, and he was like, yeah, funny yeah. joke. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot I of people that don't have a sense of humor in this world. Okay, I I can't. This is the most utopia to me. I've never talked about your utopia. Hmm. I feel really bad, but in your utopia, do people get jokes or what? Do they get jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> See, I did it. I all uh, through with my premise. I don't know. Yeah, I'm having fun just listening to your. Would story. you do comedy in your utopia? Like, would you want to be on stage? You one of those guys who, if you didn't even need to do it. Not that you need to do it, but that's <laughs> chairs. All right. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Sometimes I have people on, and then they're like, "What about your utopia? What would you do?" And it's like, "It's not about me. It's about you." Mm. But I would, I would want comedy around. And a lot of the people that come on usually say they want comedy around. Sure. Right. Your wife is gonna beat the shit out of you when she sees what you did to that. Chair. She's stronger than me. She's mm-hmm. way smaller than me, but uh, I'm just a docile. Yeah, mellow man. You're talking about that. I don't know if it'll be topical by the time this uh, is heard by anyone, but the football player. It's coming out next to next week. Anyhow, next week. I know a guy whose wife is much bigger than him. Yeah, she beats him. No, but she could, and no one would say anything. <laughs> so you think she should? No, he's a nice guy. Who's the guy? Not good. Not good. Well, why the hell did you have that thought in the first place? Because <laughs> I was thinking about how he's a slight man compared yeah. to her, but if he raised his hand to her. Yes, in reality, Ka- Kathleen, my wife, could not beat me up. Oh, okay. She would if she surprised me. 
I, I, it's, I feel like I'm supporting domestic abuse for some reason here. I'm just saying, more women should punch men. Is that, is that the point? But men don't punch women. <laughs> no, don't, no. Men, In my utopia, no one's punching anyone. Except for women punch men. Yeah, women can punch men. But it's fun. <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> It's always funny when a woman kills a guy. In my utopia, women can punch men, and it's funny. Women get to kill people, and it's fun. Um, fuck, man. I got really, really drunk on Sunday night. And I think that's why this podcast is in shambles and to a degree. Because I've been... The older I get, I'm hungover for like two days at least. But I, uh, I'm still thinking about this. I got really, really drunk. And a bunch of comedians, we were all, it was after a show, and we were all having such a fun night. And I like saying really dark jokes. Mm-hmm. When I, especially when I'm drunk, it gets darker. Yes. And I go to these two guys. If I had a really long knife right now, I'd kill you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, good. You thought that was funny. Because one guy was like, whoa. And I was yeah. like, no, no, that's funny, man. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Just trust him. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to be my new thing on stage when I'm not doing well. Just trust me. It's funny. <laughs> trust me. I do that sometimes. I can't explain to you. I'm like, that was a funny joke, guys. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. It happened to me last year. A woman was yelling at me after the show. It was the first show I'd really done poorly on in a long time, and I didn't want to get paid. I felt so bad. She was telling me I'm not funny, and I said, well, I've been doing this a long time. I think someone thinks I'm funny somewhere. Yeah. And I, you can't convince them that you're that anyone would find you funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've seen you just bomb, and they hate you personally, and they can't imagine. Yeah. And I said, if you watch me tomorrow night, you'd see a crowd love me, but you can't explain it. And I wonder what, if you could transport them to that show magically, and they could sit there watching you. Yeah. Watch people like you. What they, I know. They go, and that happened to me once where I did a show, didn't do too well on the Sunday, person saw me Thursday, do well. Yeah. Same jokes. And they said, you were funny tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. The worst thing I've ever wanted to do in a bad show was tell the audience about the good times I've had. Listen, (laughs) I met Tom Cruise. Stephen Harper told my face. I met Tom. How dare you? I said hi. I said hi. He's normal. Do you know that guy you hate? I wrote jokes for him. For money. Stephen Harps. I totally remember that joke. I swear. That's weird. I'm the only guy that looks like my Yeah. Who wrote that? It was me or Greg Eckler. I honestly couldn't yeah, tell you. Yeah, it's Greg. Probably Greg. If you remember it, it's Greg, probably. That's why he works and I don't. Oh, come on. I, do you have no... Hmm? Is it just stand-up gigs right now? You've been writing... Yeah, t- yeah. I, You've been writing TV for, like, over a decade. You could call it TV. But, yeah, no, I still get paid. I'm on a severance package right now, and it will run out very soon. TV. Hmm? Some people opted to take the package. Some people opted to ride the wave, right? I guess. Yeah. This is turning into, like, Rob TV, like, business. I don't know what happened. Bell Media, just, they laid off a lot of people. I was there. Hey, this is, like, you know, At, I'm fucking, hmm? I'm in the boat where I was, like, I started getting a groove on there. And they're, like, peace. We're frozen. We don't make anything. And yeah. It's strange. Yeah. They had we a lot had of, fun there when we. They had a lot of talented people there. A lot of freedom. That was fun. And then they found out they could not make stuff and uh, <laughs> still exist. I don't know. Rich people, am I right? <laughs> rich people. Well, I think I really have to wrap this up, but uh, this is the least I've talked about our guests' utopian world it's and probably creation. probably my fault. But you know, no, no. It's my fault because I just liked having you over and listening to you tell these well, amazing tales anyways. There's a lot of magic in your life. 
Thank you. I hope so. Um, a lot of coincidences. Mm-hmm. You're a super funny man. And Maybe I will have that drink with that real estate agent. I think you should. And also, I also think that hanging out in the backyard, having drinks with you with mics or no mics is something that I enjoyed anyways. Well. And let's wrap it up. So the, the thing is... Read Ann Bell's World War II book. I basically I will get had the a title. specific... The thing is, is, the reason why I jumped off so fast is be, from the topic is because you had a specific thing in mind right away. The big hollowed out tree... <laughs> <laughs> in Vancouver, That's a, great name for it. a Vancouverish tree. Yeah, Vancouverish, uh, with rain pouring around it. You're dry. Your mom's cooking your favorite lasagna inside, and my son's playing the piano. Your son's playing the piano, and Sounds probably good. watching Elvis movies and Johnny Cash. Yeah. If you can and in my, in my personal opinion, for those who do listen to the podcast and have made it this far with being like, hey, it's not that much about Utopia. You know what? I didn't want to go much more than that. Because I think that's just a beautiful, nice picture anyways. Okay. And I liked uh, settling on that. And then the rest of it was hanging out with Rob. And I had fun. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Okay, good. We can have one more drink, but I'll not record it. Sure. (laughs) Okay, good. I don't know anymore. Do you want to say anything to anyone who did listen the whole way through? Yeah, I feel like I... I, Maybe the premise of the show... I didn't run with it as well as I should have. No, it's my fault. No. Don't, don't you take that. I know there's a lot of hardcore Utopia fans out there. <laughs> and I've let you down. People are subscribing, but I don't know what they're doing. I'll come back. I'll do, listen. Yeah. Yeah, come back again. But honestly, yeah. people in Canada need to listen to Rob Ross, tell stand-up, whatever jokes he can do. And even if you're just getting to hang out with Rob Ross for a day, you're lucky. So don't worry. We've got that on tape, and I'm proud of that. Well, that's beautiful. Cool. All right. I'm going to say bye then. You say bye. Goodbye, uh, everyone. Thank you. And that was so much fun. Thanks. All right, everyone. That was Rob Ross. Rob, thanks again so much for coming on. It was a blast having you. A really fun day. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to. If you like Rob Styles, look for when he's coming to your town doing stand-up because he's honestly one of Canada's best, uh, if not the best. And follow him at Mr. Rob Ross on Twitter, and every now and then he cracks a really good joke on there. Uh, I mean, not like he cracks bad ones and then every now and then there's a good one. I mean, every now and then he actually goes on Twitter, which is nice. So follow him and, uh, yeah, get his sense of humor and follow us at utopia to me and tell us, um, I don't know, tell us what you are wearing, you know, if it's nude, cool. If it's uh, Zubaz pants, cooler. Um, yeah, and follow me at Chris Locke Fun. This is uh, coming out September 20-something. Uh, if you're in Canada listening, if you want to see me do stand-up, I'll be doing some JFL 42 shows around town this week, opening for my friend Johnny Pemberton. And I'll be doing Andy Kindler's alternative show and some other stuff. I'll also be at the Hamilton Yuck Yucks Friday, Saturday. And, yeah, so I'll be around. This is the last week of September, I think. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Keep following us on Twitter and have a good time. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Love you. Thank you.
Thank you.